the 30-something podcast. I'm Sunny Avada. Here we talk all about the things that make this stage of life so fun and so complicated. Motherhood, lifestyle, wellness, health, and more. Join our community as I talk to experts, authors, and others to make life a little easier for you. All right. Hey, guys. This is the pilot episode it's kind of going to be a little bit of a freak show of a new podcast that we are calling, at least for today, 30-something with Sunny, and that's me. My name is Sunny Abada. I am 30-something. Actually, I'm about to be 37. Yikes. Um, mom of three, and um, what you're going to find here, just a lot of content relating to this stage of life that we ladies are in right now, motherhood and beauty and fashion and wellness and even though I kind of hate that word. Um, but anything that's going on in your life that's of interest uh, to you, um, we're going to be talking about it. I have a really long list of interesting friends that I'm hoping to drag on this show and talk about things um, uh, relating to, I mean, stuff like, uh, you know, skincare and beauty, uh, motherhood and raising babies, uh, doctors on all kinds of medical procedures related to kids and birth and all that gory, gross, gruesome stuff. So, um, I'm really excited. I, I have some people here with me that we're going to be talking to in the first episode because I'm guest free. So my friend Tom is in studio from on target. Tom and I go way back. I was a TV anchor for 15 years. And so I dragged you in here. I'm making you be part of a conversation. I'm that's happy to be here. All about chicks. I'm happy to, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. And, and listen, Sonny, if it, I, I live with all women and chicks. So I hear it all the time yeah. anyway. You got two girls, I, two girls and you're married, so you get it. Even the dog is oh, female. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, I'm, I'm representation. Yeah, you know, I thought this would be interesting and, you know, we've talked about this quite a bit. I thought it would be cool to do a podcast that sort of, um, that just, it speaks to women in this stage because it's really weird. It's that time in life when you are moving away from your really selfish days of your twenties and you're moving into like giant responsibilities, being a mom or working full-time in a career or being a partner or a wife. And, um, there are so many like crazy things that happen. In fact, um, I got off the phone with a friend this morning and just randomly ended up speaking with her and we're talking about marriage and how difficult it is to, you know, keep relationships on track after you have kids oh, and yeah. craziness. And yeah. yeah, it is. Finding it's time. Finding time for yeah. all that stuff. And I think, you know, we get into this stage of life, especially as women, and we think we can juggle all of these balls at once and inevitably one comes crashing down. So I really look forward to bringing people on that can kind of speak to every every aspect of our lives. So I'm it, really excited. No, I am too. And I, I think this show is going to be great. Um, you know, you, you talk about the the transition period of when you have these kids, and and I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be totally honest here. I remember a point in in my life after we had our first that I started to get a little bit on the jealous side mm-hmm. of of my wife and, and and the child. It sounds really petty. No, but we never spent time together yeah. anymore. And we're in that like we're, that's exactly where we are, right? Yeah. Like of the young kids. So I have a five, a three, and a one year old. Soon to be six and four and one, but. They eat up like literally every moment of free time. And you know this, your girls are older now, but um, I'm still nursing my baby. She's one. My other two are like, one is in kindergarten, so he's full-time in school. But the other one is in that nursery school stage where she's still kind of a a baby, right? right? So everything I do revolves around them and their schedule. And from everything from, you know, like I feel like I don't even own my body again yet. I'm still like, I've got babies stuck to me. Sure. All hours of the night. It's funny because I, I walked in here and I'm like, 
I went to sit down. My back is killing me because I did a total old person thing. I like mysteriously pulled my back. You know, when you were younger and your dad would be like, oh, I can't pick that up. My back hurts. And it was like, well, you didn't even do anything, dad. I'm that person now. I'm that 30 something person. It's like mysteriously old, but still feels like kind of young. You know, I I remember um, carrying my little ones around and constantly having a backache and Mm -hmm. realizing it was on one side. Yes. Right. So that's what it is. But you know what it is? It's, it's carrying them on that with that with your dominant side of right. your body, and then because it's on the other side, yeah, because your other side isn't getting the same attention. Oh right? lord! So I finally put that together. I'm like, it's it's lugging these it's lugging these damn kids around. It's, that's it's their fault. Everything is their fault. They are the greatest thing, and I that's why I'm so passionate about really like starting meaningful conversations around motherhood. I blog on my my website sunnyabata.com a ton about motherhood, and that's the reason I started writing and I started getting online and blogging and sharing all this information and these stories was because it's a really lonely time in life. You know, you're surrounded by people and you're constantly being grabbed at and you're constantly being, you're constantly needed. And yet it can feel really lonely because your time isn't yours and your body really isn't yours, especially if you're nursing and you constantly feel like you're tending to other people's needs. So um, I, I find that when we start talking about these things, we start to realize, oh my gosh, literally everyone has been here. Oh, absolutely. And it's tough. Yeah. I mean, it's great, but it's, it, it can be tough. But you're right. You know, back to the relationship component, too, with your spouse, it's it's so critical that you, you know, that you both have that talk to say, mm-hmm. listen, I, my I life is crazy. I promise I still love you. Yeah, yeah no, right. And <laughs> and let we and the stereotype, we have to make time for each other, but you, it's, it's true. so you have to. It really is. We, my, my husband and I laugh because he's like, oh, I hate the word. I hate the term date night. It's so corny. And I was like, it kind of is. Cause you, you know, before you have kids, you're always seeing like pictures on Facebook of people being like date night. And we're like, uh, and now we're those, we're that couple. We're yeah, like, we it, have it, to make a date night. We have to come up with a different term for it, but you do, you have to dedicate time to be with your person because literally you everything will be eaten up. Yeah, and by the conversations your ch- always at those date nights always mm-hmm. start to revolve around the throw up. Oh my gosh! Or, or the Nutella. Oh yes! Yeah. Oh my gosh! My kids are no notorious for running through the house with chocolate covered fingers. Yeah, it's it's a circus. It's a circus in my house. I have to laugh too because um, I was originally going to bring my sister on for this first podcast. Right, I have a sister who's. 16 months older than me. She also has three kids. And um, really what spurred like what spurred this podcast or the idea for it was um, a recent trip we took. And we just realized that we are in a totally different stage of life. And it's one of those moments like a movie moment where something happens. You're like, oh, shit. I'm old. Like, I feel good. I feel yeah. like I, I can look good if I really put some work into it. But man, things have changed. Um, so when I came in to see you after our trip to New York City, I was telling you all these stories about what had happened. And there were just these these like hysterical moments where you're like, okay, you know what? I got to hang it up. We were talking about the scene from, have you seen Knocked Up? The movie uh, yeah, with, yeah, was, yeah, with Catherine was, Heigl yes. and Leslie Mann. And it's about these two sisters and the one has kids already. The younger one ends up getting you know, unexpectedly pregnant and knocked knocked up. There you go. And she's like majorly showing and they go to a club and, um, they try to get, they're like all dressed up and the older sister is like feeling all cute and her like funky mom wear, you know, and the younger sister who's pregnant is admittedly like a little nervous, but they're like, let's try this. Let's see if we can go in. And then like the bouncer's like, no, you can't come in. You're old and you're pregnant. 
Yep. And they just like literally like melt down onto the curb of the of the road and just start crying. But so anyway, you had that realization. So we kind of had you... not yeah, not yeah. the exact moment, not you know playing out in that way. But we were in New York recently. We went to see the Open, um, to see Serena Williams right. in, in the finals. And uh, but it also happened to be New York Fashion Week. So we are staying in this hotel in the Lower East Side, and it's it's just hipsterville, right? You walk in, and it's minimal decoration and it's like very chic like wood paneling and like minimal light fixtures and there's no extra anything and the lobby is full of people on macbooks that are like working young people working really hard at something and you just don't know what it is because it is friday and normal people are working somewhere but they're not pushing some twitter right uh, (laughs) but i'm sure they're richer than i am you know what i mean doing better so we walk in and we're like oh my gosh this is this is great you know this is a really clearly we picked the right spot because it seems to be very happening and so we get all dolled up and um the first night you know we're super it's me my sister and a friend of ours from from pittsburgh because we're originally from pittsburgh (laughs) and so we're super excited we go out to eat at this cool place in brooklyn and we finish dinner and we're like, okay, like, what are we going to do? And we call, all kind of look at each other and we're like, well, we're tired. Let's just go yes. home. So we go home. We're like, hey, that's okay. We'll accept it. You know, tomorrow's going to be our night to go big or go home. And we got this in us still. We get out of our Uber to get back to the hotel. And we were like feeling good. You know, we showered. We did our hair. We were wearing our cute little outfits. And these young girls <laughs> step out right behind us as we're crossing the street. They give us the full up and down. And mind you, in Fashion Week, like what we consider to be fashionable isn't necessarily fashionable for like the rest of the world they're wearing like (laughs) silk pj pants with like a lime green fur jacket but they're cool you know by new york standards and they're looking at us who are like really put this effort into it these like moms (laughs) and they're like oh fancy and like totally just like dress us down with one look and one word and we're like that's it we are just we are aged out of this bracket we ran up to our room and we um to make it even more pitiful while everyone is out like probably doing a bunch of illicit substances and drinking to stay awake. We were like spraying melatonin and going to bed. We're like, <laughs> as one does. As, yeah. as a mom does yeah. when she's yeah. out of town. Right. You know, I was like, well, you know what, ladies? At least we got the benefit of a great night's sleep. But it really was one of those moments where we were, and, and all these little things just kept happening throughout the, the rest of the, the weekend, and including scaring a guy away by saying, we were having a conversation at a bar. Our friend was single, and he asked what do you do for a living to my friend? And she talks about her cool job and he looks over at me and says, what do you do? And I was like, I have three kids and I stay home. He literally went, I'll be right back. And wow. <laughs> walked away. He's Not out. that we were trying <laughs> to like, you know, pick him up, but my friend kind of was. And I was like, I killed that for you by being the weird stay at home mom. So anyway, um, but yeah, it, there's like a whole group of us out there. We're like kind of wedged somewhere in between. You remember the fun, cool days and you still want to be able to hang, but you got a lot of reality smacking you in the face every day in the form of like three little people in my yeah, case. Yeah, it's 10 o'clock you. and you're ready for bed. Yes, yeah, I'd be like much. way over yeah. ready for, I'm sure you guys do. I mean, you do oh, early bad times yeah. and I mean, that's just kind of what happens, right? Yeah, my wife is a night owl, but me, um, after a week, like she asked me, she asked me last night, she says, do you want to go to the fall social at the school uh, with the kids? Um, no. no, no, I do not. <laughs> you didn't even think about it? Nope. I was like, I don't even, uh, nope, sorry. Unless you want me to, I'd be happy to. But, but yeah, and I'm going to go home guys, and watch TV. <laughs> well, and you guys have your own business here too. So you're right. managing like being entrepreneurs and be, being business owners and being parents. So that's got to be hard. That's a challenge. I have to always be on. Yeah. And, and when it's downtime, then yeah, that's when I have to kind of 
shut it down a little that bit. That was my coffee. Crash and burn. Speaking of crash no, and burn. <laughs> I know, right? Novice podcaster. Um, I just smacked my coffee mug on the At thing. least you didn't break it. I know. I was commenting. I came in here to do this, and um, you know, I did TV for 15 years, so I feel mostly familiar with like all of the technical aspects of like recording something, but it's a really, it's a different game doing this. Yeah. It's, it's very comfortable, but I mean, the setup is kind of different. I like that I don't have to be too fancy looking. Right. I can come in here in my like pajamas. If well, we I can to. film it too, if you'd feel like. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's for down the road. Right. We'll bring That's in the big the cameras road. just to make you feel more comfortable. Oh yeah. That will not. I think uh, at least give me a heads up so I can do a little better makeup. Um, but yeah, I'm like reaching out to some friends, um, really smart friends on uh, Instagram and on email that I've sort of connected with in TV over the years, authors and writers and things like that. So I'm going to drag them on. We're going to talk about all this stuff because it's hard being a lady in 2018. It's 2018, right? Yeah. All day. Yeah, still. It still is. In in general, it is. But, you know, I'm just really excited to be here. So um, I'm hoping that uh, we can get some people listening and, and, and writing in because I always love hearing who's out there listening, um, like the kind of people that you guys want to hear from too. So it should be fun. It's exciting stuff. And I'm so happy to, to see you doing this and, and, and I can't wait to hear it. And I, I think your wisdom and your insight, and I'm not blowing smoke. I just, oh, but stop. I, no, but I think, <laughs> I think you, you've got a great voice that needs to be heard and, oh, and you're living it. And yeah. you've, and I think the interesting story about with you is obviously coming from kind of the corporate world right. and then. And then taking that leap and, and, and owning what you do and yeah. just being great at it. Yeah, just a little backstory. I'm sure we have um, you know people listening who are maybe a local. We're, we're in the Orlando area, but kind of familiar with my story. And if not, I spent 15... I'm from Pittsburgh, went to school there, went to Carnegie Mellon, worked there for six years at the CBS affiliate, did the whole morning show thing. I literally missed out on every fun weeknight happening in my 20s because I was working weird hours. Yeah, doing, you're up at what, two yeah, in the morning? Yes. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, like three on a on a late time, late night. I did cruise in at like 4.58 a couple of times for the five o'clock newscast. Oh my because gosh. It was, I mean, just, and I wasn't even like doing anything all that fun the night before, but your body just, it takes a toll. Yeah. So I did that and then I ended up in Orlando and, you know, it's kind of cliche now. You hear so many people moving into the digital space especially from like a traditional media outlet. But I think people are starting to realize that you can get great information and great stories from a lot of different arenas and venues. So I started blogging right after I left my job full-time. Two, it'll be two years ago wow. now, in, in October. I can't so, believe it. It's, I know, it flies by. Yeah, it's flown. I was really, I was falling apart at the seams, I mean, when I quit. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. And I really look forward to actually bringing in some ladies to have <clears throat> these kind of candid conversations because there are so many of us now who are in the workforce full time. And whether it be for financial reasons or just sort of self-fulfillment reasons, you're out there and you're really loving what you're doing and you're getting some kind of payback for it. But um, I think I hit a point where I was like, man, I, I can't do it all. I spent my whole childhood growing up and idolizing my working mother who literally, she did it all. I don't know how she did it. I think her schedule was a little bit more flexible than mine. But I hit that point two years ago and we had been seeing each other in studio for quite a bit because right. t- we would bring Tom on all the time to talk about like tech stuff and marketing. And I just, I was exhausted. I was emotionally exhausted and spent and physically and we had two kids. I was pregnant with our third. And um, so I loved everything about work. It wasn't a bad experience in any regard, but it was just a personal decision to move away. 
to kind of get back some other things that I really, really had dropped. Was there a was there an aha moment or a, a something that, that just were you sitting behind the the desk and so you just many. had this like epiphany? There wasn't one aha moment. There were about a thousand aha moments, oh. and it was every night I was going home to put the kids to bed. Um, you know, we would get a dinner break instead of a lunch break when you're working nights. I was anchoring the evening newscasts. We would get in it too. Um, do the early shows, go to dinner break at uh, 6.30 or 6.45 and come back for the late shows. So it was the equivalent of our, of our lunch break. And I think every time I would go home, I would wipe off my clown makeup and put the kids to bed. And, you know, they're, I, I mean, puking on me. They're babies, right? They're right. puking on me and they're nursing. And I, I, like, completely deconstruct the whole TV facade and then build it right back up and go back to do the 10. And I think every night I would call my mom, literally crying, not just like, Oh, this kind of is difficult. I was like actually crying. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this anymore, but I love my job so much. So it was a real crisis of conscience for a period of time. But those started to build up. And I was like, you know, this is probably telling me something. And I listened finally. I think we just ignore our gut instincts. No, and and that's a really hard one to listen to because, I mean, you're a pro in the field. You're well known. You're respected. You're, I mean, I I was sharing with you yesterday, you're, you just, you're probably one of the most professional journalists oh, I've worked with. And, and I mean that. Thanks. But, you know, you're, you making that decision to jump ship uh, was, was ne- obviously never an easy one because you could still be going. Yeah, I mean, and I, I do, people ask me, do you miss it? I, I don't really, but I do, you know, I have more of an appreciation now than ever for what especially those women are, are still doing. And I don't ever want it, to, it's a tough thing to talk about too, because I will say this and then people will be like, well, you know, it must be nice to, to be able to walk away. Don't get me wrong. Like we thought about this and we made changes in our life to make this happen. Sure. So, but it is tough to talk about because you say that in these, the mommy wars kind of start. So you either get someone who's like, well, I wish I could, but you know, it must be nice or, oh my gosh, I think you're less of a, you're less of a modern woman because you kind of put your, you worked so hard to get where you are and how could you walk away? So you never really quite make everybody happy, but that's like the kind of conversation that I want to have here. I, I really want to be talking to women who, who give us their reasons for making the decisions that they made. Yeah. We choose a lot of paths and not one is wrong or right. I just think you, we have to get to a point where we're trusting our instinct. I think that that's really beaten out, figuratively speaking, like sort of beaten out of us as individuals because um, we, we look at all these things, people around us or we scroll through our social feeds and see person A, you know, living their best life and the coolest job and making a ton of money and we start to think, oof, I will never be that. I hopped off the train. I kind of suck because, you know, I have no ambition. Or on the other end, you're looking at someone who's home with their family and you're thinking, ugh, I'm missing out on all these moments with my kids. You just never, it's never one size fits all. But wouldn't you say that, I think you're a unique individual because you, you have that drive. And I'm not saying other people don't have that drive, but, you know, there are there are plenty of people who just punch it in nine mm-hmm. to five, walk away. That's not you. Like you, I know you have to, you're going to keep going no matter what you've got, you've got that fire. I do. I really feel this is total like corny phrase alert. So prepare yourself. I feel called to share information and that sounds so like stupid. People are like, Oh my God. But I do. I feel, um, I feel that's my calling. I, I feel 
that there are a lot of stories out there worth telling that make people feel less alone or give them information they need to make a positive life change. I was a person who needed information on motherhood when I started out. And I wasn't getting what I felt were real accounts of the difficulties of early parenthood. And that's why I started to create that content and be very candid in sharing that. I was still in news at the time, but I was posting Facebook stories about, you know, a crazy night at home or, you know, one of me holding a bucket up because my baby vomited. Yeah. You know, and I started to put out the stuff that was happening in my life because I wasn't seeing it elsewhere and it made me feel connected to people. So selfishly, I wanted to let people know that they weren't alone and, that makes you feel good. So I, that's why I want to keep the conversations going. Yeah, and there's a beauty in this um, unfiltered, just be mm-hmm. human. And I realize when you're on TV and you get that camera in front of you, yeah. you've got to be filtered. You do. So now you're kind of living the dream because you're you. And, yeah, and, I mean, and, and you're And you're sharing human stories. Yeah, and, and it's cool too because, you know, of course a lot of this is going to, these discussions are going to center around, you know, more sort of female-oriented topics, but it's not just going to be that. This is something that applies, I feel like, to men and fathers, too. I mean, you guys go through this massive shift when you have families or not. And, um, you know, I just, I don't know. I feel like there's space at the table to have these discussions. And I Absolutely. think that all that information helps. So, yeah, I, I'm just super excited. And, and this is like one more way for us to connect. I have this um, belief that there's strength in storytelling and there's strength in information sharing. So, um yeah, let's let's do it. And I can swear on this podcast. I have you never been able to swear before. Hell yeah, you can. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Mom, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, we should bleep that out. But no, seriously, I'm excited. It's a little more of an unfiltered kind of view and I'm stacking up some interesting guests, but I do want to say too, like this is out there for um, to be a conversation starter. So I, I sure hope that people will reach out and let me know your thoughts and your input, like people you might want to hear from. Um, I've stacked up a list of topics on things that are um, related to all these 30 something issues that we're going through. I kind of already went through them, but if you guys have any ideas or if there's a, an, an impactful author or speaker out there or someone that I can stalk <laughs> online <laughs> to get them to come on, please let me know. I do that by the way. I will, e- I am that person that will email someone. Hello, I'm a blogger from or a writer from Orlando and I would love to get you on my, and I will keep going until you write back. It works. It's annoying, but it, it does well, work. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like fun. the virtual equivalent of what we did reporting like, hello, hello, can you answer a couple questions on camera? And finally, it's like, you know, either they explode and like, or go away. Yeah, push you off their doorstep or they finally answer. Get so. off my lawn. Yes. Oh, yes, we have had those moments. So Sunny, where, where can uh, folks have ideas? Um, where, where can they get in touch with you and, and, and send questions or yes. comments? Okay. So, well, all my channels are Sunny Abada. <laughs> it's like the hardest name. It's S-O-N-N-I. A-B-A-T-T-A. That's my website. Those are my handles on, on Twitter and Instagram. SunnyAbata.tv is the extension on Facebook. And um, yeah, hit me up. It's the, like the, I was the girl who was, had the boy name before having boy names for girls was a cool thing. <laughs> I was named after That's my awesome. dad. So everyone's like S-U-N-N-Y. No, S-O-N-N-Y. I didn't end up being a boy. My dad was a little bit disappointed. So they were like, we're just going to name her after you anyway. Change the Y to an I. So Sunny Abata, A-B-A-T-T-A. So 
Yeah, I'm here. Awesome show. I'm so Thank grateful you. that you had, actually had me a part of uh, it. This too, is so, so exciting. I hope maybe you can be our sort of standby mail I can be the moderator. If you yes. Want. Oh my gosh, it'll be great. I'll, I'll keep the fist fisticuffs down to a minimum. <laughs> no, there will be no fight. This is this is a room of love and peace. Sharing and caring. I love this. So thank you so much for guesting on my first pod, Tom. This is exciting. Great to hang out with you. Talk All to right. you soon. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the 30-something podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. As always, I would love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram at Sunny Avada. That's S-O-N-N-I. A-B-A-T-T-A, or check out my website, sunnyabata.com. Hope to hear from you and see you soon.